2: Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives.
0: Hey. Hey, what's up? What's up? We just spent a good 15 minutes trying to figure out what was wrong when we were trying to record with our new fancy recording setup.
2: I mean, you're giving me too much credit when you say we because I was just sitting here looking at swimsuits online. You were the one trying to figure it out. Yeah, it
0: (laughs) it was mostly me over here acting like I was trying to put together Ikea furniture. Like it was that same level of frustration where I was like looking at all the cords and unplugging and plugging things back in. And it turned out that our surge protector just wasn't on.
2: Yeah. So that's fun. I mean, at least it was a simple fix. It's better than being like, oh, my God, we have to like completely start, you know, we have to like figure out what we're going to do. At least it was like a quick like, oh, the switch was on. It was just 15 minutes of hell. It wasn't like an hour of hell trying to figure it out. Oh,
0: God. Yeah. And also, I'm so excited. Uh, Listeners don't care. But I finally... Went and took everything off of my computer and put it on a hard drive. Love to and hear And I'm just it. like the amount of excitement I have. I'm such an audio nerd at this point that I'm like the amount of excitement I have over the fact that we could talk for hours yeah. and my computer's
2: not going to be like your disk is full. Oh Ugh, just so good. it's the mm. it's the simple things in our adult lives oh, that man. really just feel good. Like Max and I have been so on our dishes the last like week. We're like as soon as a dish is dirty, we do the dishes. And Ugh. like our kitchen has just been like so clean and wonderful. I'm like this is what being a grown-up is like.
0: Walking in and seeing a made bed. Stop it.
2: I used to make my bed every single day religiously. I've started kind of like Slipping out of that but This is a really weird thing about me. I have to get into a made bed. So even if the bed has been unmade all day, I make it just enough so that when I get in the bed, it's like nice, flat, comfortable Yes. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Like, this
0: is sad that this is what our lives have become. But like, <laughs> it's the truth. It's, it is. Oh,
2: man. Well, anyway. Anywho, um, should we talk about some really, really, really horrible things? Yeah, you should start for sure. Okay, so... I want to talk about the suicide bombing at the Kabul airport today. Well, today, our time, we are recording this Thursday night. It was Thursday morning that we got uh, the news of this event. Two suicide bombers and gunmen attacked crowds at the Kabul airport, which you remember last week we discussed uh, the many, many, many Afghan uh, refugees that were fleeing to the airport trying to... Uh, have a safe flight, I believe. Were they flying them to the U.S. with the evacuations?
0: Uh, the U.S. and I believe there were some other countries as well. taking Like other refugees. Western
2: allies, mm-hmm. they keep saying things like that. So we did discuss a little bit of this last week. This is a bit of a continuation. They are saying that this is the, what? what do they say, the worst military attack on our country in like a decade or something like that. 12 service members and at least 60 Afghan people have been killed in two bombing attacks outside the Kabul airport. And apparently U.S. officials had been warning over the past week that there was a major threat of a terror attack at the airport and that was becoming more and more acute, like it was going to happen. And I was watching the news earlier and I guess that while there were a lot of people, you know, United States military, allies, things like that, that were aware that there could be this huge threat and this terror attack, I guess a lot of just these citizens did not know this. Uh, Earlier on Thursday, U.S. diplomats in Kabul warned American citizens to, quote, immediately leave several gates to the airport, citing security threats. It is suspected that this particular ISIS group, which is called ISIS-K, is the group that carried out the suicide attack. And the U.S. officials say that this is most likely the perpetrators, but it is not yet confirmed.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Of course, this would be a prime target for the Taliban to hit at this time. Um, I don't know. Well, it wasn't
2: even the Taliban, though. It was this ISIS-K group.
0: They're not affiliated because whenever not, I was reading, um, I was reading some article that said the Taliban, but they may have, have gotten it wrong. I don't know which source it was. Yeah, so
2: from what from what I was watching, I think I was watching CNN earlier. I can't remember which um, news station I was on, but I believe it was a completely different group, but maybe they are in cahoots. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But I'm I didn't think either. that the Taliban and ISIS were like buddy, buddy. I don't know but maybe if they have the same enemy they're willing to work together i don't know i don't know but um they the attack was held in one of the most highly populated areas of the airport there's a hotel and then there's also the Abbey Gate of the airport, which is the main entry point to the airport as of right now, and the primary security presence provided by the US Marines. And this is really weird. The surrounding area of the gate was used to house refugees after they passed through Taliban checkpoints outside the airport. So they had to like be checked in by the Taliban to make it into where the US Marines were kind of like overlooking everything. Which so sounds really scary. Do
0: we know were the servicemen, the United States servicemen, the target, or were civilians the target? Or was it kind of, I mean,
2: surely there had to I have been. Think, I think it was probably more. I mean, I would assume that hurting the US military was probably a really important thing because I think they're trying to kind of amp something up right now. Well, it kind of seems like it was a yeah. very purposeful attack on, you know, like US troops. But then also, I think it was probably more so about its location and its symbolism right now of going to the airport because it is going to take away the lives of so many citizens as well as U S troops. So I think for them, it would just kind of be like, what's going to make the biggest tragedy kind of situation.
0: Right. I mean, well, if they were trying to amp something up, I think that they definitely did because
2: president Biden came in hot, came in really to the point where it almost kind of scared me. And I think we're going to talk about what he said, but I feel like a lot of what he's saying is very contradictory to his goal in the long run which was to get everybody out of Afghanistan by August 31st but now he's saying well let's talk about it what are some of the things that he said
0: so he said we're outraged as well as heartbroken and then he went on to say know this we will not forgive we will not forget we will hunt you down and make you pay I will defend our interests and our people with every measure at my command yeah the
2: we will hunt you down was like on every like scrolling news yeah
0: line yeah. on so, every channel but to me that is that's scary it's scary me. because it does feel like he's challenging them he's challenging them and it feels like we're just gonna get sucked back in again and so it was like well what was all this for exactly. what was all of this
2: for you know
0: because even more
2: so than last week because we were discussing this you know we both have a lot of people in our lives mm-hmm. that we'd known that were in the military in some way shape or form and i can imagine right now especially with the death of U.S. troops, it really does, again, feel like, like what, are, what did we do this for? If right. This is all just going to start all and over deaths, again. And the deaths of U.S. troops
0: who were there probably sent back in to help facilitate getting civilians out because we so majorly messed Fucked everything up, yeah. up in terms of trying to get them out in the first, or get out of Afghanistan in the first place. So now these servicemen have died... In our exit strategy, only for the U.S. to most likely be pulled back in in some capacity. Right. Because now we're vowing retaliation, essentially. And it's like, I I don't, it just, it feels like it's never going to end. Yeah,
2: they did not plan for this correctly at all. And, you know, Biden is still saying that he plans on evacuating people and getting the troops out and all this stuff. And to me, that doesn't make any sense like how can, kind we of, how yeah, can we do both? How can we do both? He's talking
0: out of both ends back? right now. Yeah, I don't see how we can hit back and also get out. <laughs> yeah,
2: and he was also talking about how like there will be an attack from the US and it will be, essentially, he was saying, like under our conditions, in a place, and a time, in a manner that will be of our deciding. And I'm like, that's a lot of big talk for who we're dealing with yeah. right now. I just feel like... I feel like especially Biden being father of, you know, a military son. And was he did he fight as well in the military?
0: I can't remember. We definitely talked about his service. I'm not or or lack thereof. I'm not yeah. sure that he actually was active duty.
2: Right. I know um, his son was, though. His son was. So I think that there's a lot of very strong emotions in him as well. And I feel like we saw a lot of those really strong emotions. Emotions come out and what he said and and I feel like I wish he would have taken a bit more time to collect himself before he spoke because it did really, really seem never been his strong suit. No, never. no, no, no. But it, it really did the way he said it as much as I agree with him and the sentiment and we have to protect ourselves and defend ourselves. I like, guess I totally get that. But I also am aware of the fact that these terror groups are also watching everything and they know everything that's going on and they will see this as a challenge and as a threat.
0: Well, I wonder what Biden is really thinking right now, because his administration was under so much scrutiny and so much criticism because of the situation in Afghanistan because of the mishandling of the exit strategy from Afghanistan. And I don't think that he was used to that. I think that was kind of the first time that he'd been experiencing that kind of criticism on that level. Yeah. So for this to happen as well, I can imagine he is running at a state of high emotion. Totally. But at the same time, I mean, he had to have had that approved what he was getting ready to say. So somebody knew he was going to get
2: up there and say that. And And maybe there was another like they were thinking maybe if you sound tougher, they're going to take right. it this way. Some you kind know, maybe of strategy. We don't know. You yeah. Know?
0: I'm sure that there was a strategy involved, but it does. And I'm sure that that's what a big chunk of Americans wanted to hear. Right. Yeah. Like they want that post 9-11 tough we're guy. We're going to get them Yeah. Talk. Um, and I understand that, again, from an emotional standpoint. Yeah. Like this is it's heartbreaking. It's scary. It's sad. Yeah. Uh, To see what's happening right now. But it also makes me very nervous because I'm like, are we going to
2: get thrown into something else? Are we going to make it worse? Yeah. Are we going to make it worse? And how is it ever going to end? Because clearly when we tried to make it end, it completely blew up in our faces. Because we didn't do it the right
0: way at all you know at all and we didn't prioritize the safety and well-being of
2: the afghani people from the beginning i wonder if part of it was just it being rushed you know i feel like the goal of having everybody out by september 11th was very symbolic and a beautiful you know message and intention but i wonder if taking them out as quickly as they did was a major factor because to me it kind of seems like you know you were kind of pulling the baby out of the bathwater. Is that even a word? Even a I, don't, I don't know if that, that
0: is a phrase, but there's something with, oh no, throwing, it's like through,
2: throw out the, baby, the baby in the, bath the bathwater. Water. Yeah. That's not what I was going for, but you understand what I mean. <laughs> I do. I do understand what you <laughs> like, mean. Like, I feel like they were just pulling everything, everyone out of there too quickly to the point where there was no, there was no way of protecting everything that they quote unquote built over the last 20 years. No. So all of it's just immediately come crashing yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's it's horrible. I really, really feel for all the families and friends that were, you know, that new people who perished today. I truly, truly even more so for the US troops, and don't hate me for saying that, but I truly feel for the Afghan people and oh, the of course. fear and the uh, the uncertainty There's of civilians what's happening. Yeah. Too, you know, and like again, we're safe over here. It it scares me what's going on over there for all of those people. Any loss of life
0: is horrible and of course like the way that i see it i'm just like wars they always feel preventable i know that they're not always preventable um but they feel like they should be and so any loss of life fucking sucks but yeah. when it's civilians who did not sign up for to see combat like no. you know who and are in the middle are escaping
2: to the airport to be
0: f- right freed in some way to get in the help? middle of a war zone yeah like that's yeah, of course, like it's, it's absolutely horrifying and it's sad and it does make you think about the only thing that's separating us from being in that position is having the privilege of being born in a relatively safe, stable environment. I know. Like that is the only thing. I mean, you can't demonize a refugee because no. it's just like oh, th- they that's were just where they born, were born somewhere that's yeah. in conflict. Yeah. And like that's. It sucks. It just feels like it's just luck of the draw. It's just you flip a coin and yep. your life could be completely different. And I think that that's what makes lo- that kind of loss of life or watching that kind of thing like yeah so hard.
2: Um, yeah, and you know, there's a lot of talk about the 12 service members that passed away yeah. and a lot less talk about the 60 Afghan yeah. people that lost their lives. Yeah,
0: But I mean, I do feel, I feel for everybody. I feel yeah. for all of the families involved. Uh, it's especially, too much death. I, I will say as, as somebody who's uh, got a lot of family in the military my dad served several tours including in Afghanistan um I my heart does go out to those family members because like I'm sure that they thought we're almost we're almost done, done. we're almost there yeah right you know and they're gonna get to come home and everything and so for it to happen at this time oh just devastating just I know awful. 20 years
2: later here we are Uh hmm
1: And how he rose from nothing to become New York's king of the egg cream. So, if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Well, uh, okay, I'm gonna talk about something that is—it's not funny, but it is lighter than—it's not hard to be lighter than what we were just talking about. Yeah, but it true, is true. also gonna annoy you
2: okay good so Here there was
0: a florida couple who earlier this month was arrested for traveling to hawaii with fake covid vaccination cards did you hear about this no so uh, hawaii currently has a safe travels program in place that says that visitors have to submit a vaccination card or that a negative, i didn't know yeah, yeah negative coronavirus test taken no more than 72 hours before a trip um, if they don't do that, they will have to quarantine for 10 days upon arrival. So a Florida couple was arrested in Hawaii after allegedly presenting fake COVID-19 vaccination cards for themselves and their two children. Creating or using falsified versions of government documents such as COVID-19 vaccination cards, um, is illegal and a punishable offense, according to the FBI. Oh, boy. So Enzo Dalmazo, who's 43, and his wife, Daniela Dalmazo, who's 31, they were taken into custody uh, shortly after they arrived in Honolulu. And they were taken into custody because, this is also part of it, like, they're also so incredibly stupid. Uh, So they got there, and then the officials were kind of, like, looking at their vaccination things, and they were like, this seems strange, because their children were born in 2016 uh, and 2017, and therefore are too young to have vaccination mm-hmm. cards, because you have to be um, over the age of 12 to get vaccinated at this time. Right. So that's how they got caught. Is that So they- they're like,
2: your kids did not get vaccinated. Yeah,
0: yeah. They were like, mm, we're gonna have to take a closer look at these vaccination
2: cards, because there's no way that your kids were vaccinated. But how can you tell that they're fake? I mean, I haven't really held mine in a while, but like, is there a stamp on it where it's like indented? Like, how would you be able to tell that it's fake? I don't know. I mean, there has to be a
0: way to tell that it's fake um, because there is a CDC seal. And um, that's why it's considered a federal offense is because there is like a government agency's seal on our vaccination cards. right? And so faking that, is a, you know, it, it's illegal. It's a big no-no, yeah. So right.
2: what, what's happening to them now?
0: So they were charged, um, well, Enzo was charged with one count of presenting false documents, and Denzella was charged with three, or Daniela, wow. I was like, Denzella? It's Daniella, like if Denzel was... Del Mazo. It's hard for I was like okay they <laughs> ran together, but she was charged with three counts, two of which relate to the children. I don't know why Wh- she was charged with the children's. That counts. seems a bit
2: sexist Doesn't to me. It? I'm not
0: gonna lie. It's Doesn't like we're it? not gonna put it on the dad because it was probably the mom. Yeah, they're did like the, the, the kid's dad's cars. probably an idiot. The mom's the mastermind here. You know. Yeah, like,
2: that seems. A little crazy, to yeah. Me, no, it, it definitely <laughs>
0: feels sexist in the way that, like, they're like, "Well, they're children. Anything to do with the children has to be the, the mother's mom. responsibility." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were jailed on a total bail of eight thousand dollars. So for both of them, eight thousand, which doesn't seem like very much, but I mean, I guess it's not like a violent crime, right? Well.
2: I mean, it could be. It could be. If you spread COVID, potentially die. Sp- I guess that is violent, but it's a passively violent crime. Right. It's not an actively violent right, crime. Right, right.
0: So they have since been released, but the Hawaii's... Uh, but Hawaii's Attorney General does want to make it very clear that falsifying a vaccination card carries a fine of up to th- $5,000 and or imprisonment of up to a year. So they could possibly see jail time, especially if she has three counts. So there's a possibility that she could end up in jail. Wow. Um, for up to, I don't know
2: if it's a year on each count or right.
0: if it's a year total.
2: I mean, it's got to go to trial and all that kind of stuff for that to even happen. I wonder what's...
0: Or at least before a judge or something, yeah. Right,
2: like I wonder what's in line. I, I don't know, but I didn't, you know,
0: I really considered going off on Florida as we do. You know, because <laughs> yeah, it's always yeah, yeah. like, of course it's a Florida couple. Right. But before we get too high and mighty, there Not was, Gonna Lie is the
2: first thing I thought when you were like, of there course. was this Florida couple and I was like, of course. Of course. It's, it's like, I'm and not everyone from Florida, but Florida as a whole. Not like, all Floridians. Y'all be y'all be fucking up
0: y'all as a whole, tripping. man. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a reason why it's a stereotype. Yep. <laughs> but before we get too high and mighty, there was a father and son from California who were also arrested in Honolulu last week for attempting to use fake COVID nineteen cards. What part of California?
2: It's pro- look. That's why that was my first thought too. Because you like, get out of LA and you're like in Trump country. I'm like, you know? they're they're
0: definitely from like the middle,
2: right? Yeah, or <laughs> like even even like the bay area and stuff sometimes can be like you know once you get outside the city or if they're up towards port or up towards oregon like yeah. i feel like i really
0: do feel like people have this idea that california is super super progressive but it's really only the cities like- right
2: because la is so overpopulated mm-hmm. and san francisco and places yeah. like that that are super liberal 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 have so many people in them that we kind of make the state blue i feel like I just like yeah. totally ate the microphone. Yeah. Um, but like, if you go outside of LA, like when I was driving to like wine country, I mean, this was like right after the Trump election. There was like Trump signs everywhere. Oh yeah, go I to go to Lake Arrowhead. It. Go to Lake Arrowhead. Oh, and that's that not is even that, Trump. Country. It's not even that
0: far away. No. You know?
2: We Um, would drive around there during the pandemic just to like get different scenery, but like go to Lake Arrowhead for a day and drive around. It's not far at all. Yeah.
0: I mean, and it's beautiful, but it there's definitely it's definitely a different vibe. And if you look at a map of California broken down between red and blue areas, it's definitely more red than blue. It's just that the blue areas are highly populated. Yeah. So it turns the whole state blue. Um, But yeah, uh, the authorities were given a tip by community members. (laughs) You <laughs> that got would them be charged, me, which I think is so great. Like, that there was somebody who's like, they called and they were like, listen, my neighbor Gary and his son are unvaccinated and they're traveling to Hawaii. Do something about it.
2: That would be me 150%. You know. I would be the one to call the cops and be like, these bitches are up to something. Yeah, because
0: you know this father and son duo were probably posting some wild anti-vax shit on their Facebook and then
2: they were like, headed to Hawaii. And people were like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, 9-1 fucking one. And there was like one person on Facebook that was just like, you know what? I've never liked you.
0: Yeah, you know what? This is a
2: bridge too far. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love the shade. It's too good so
0: basically just stop being dicks you guys seriously like if you don't want to get vaccinated i
2: whatever don't i take guess trips. but
0: you don't get to go to hawaii then hawaii said no yeah okay? hawaii don't want
2: you i know mexico is i don't know about the, ma- the vaccination cards but i have a coworker that is going to be going to mexico and they had to get their covid test within 72 hours of Leaving, or else again, the same thing they would have to like quarantine once they got there. Right, and things I mean, like that. that's
0: just how it is. Look, I, I've seen so many TikToks and things of people being like, My freedoms, my freedoms are being taken away. You can't steal my freedoms. It's like, no one's stealing your freedoms, they're saying, you are free to be vaccinated or not, but people have the right to make rules about yeah. what you can and can't do then. Like, so you are free to get vaccinated or not, but you are not free to go to Hawaii unvaccinated. They said yeah. no. Like, other businesses are going to be able to make that determination for themselves.
2: I mean, that's what I was going to say. We had an older woman come into the store last week and she wasn't wearing a mask. And so my friend was like, Oh, you need to wear a mask when you're in the store. And she's like, Legally, you can't tell me to do that. Yes, you can. And, was, and we were like, Yeah, we're a, we're a, a business, Mm -hmm. and we have a sign on our door that says that everybody who wants to enter needs to be wearing a face covering.
0: Yeah, that's That's it. it. Them's the rules for being in here. It's just like, no shoot, no shoot, no shirt, no shoes, no service. You know what I mean? It's the exact same thing, and... If if you're like, oh, we have to support small businesses and small businesses rights to make decisions about what they do, then you have to also support that there are going to be some places you cannot go. That's yeah. just the way it's going to work. And again, it's not taking
2: away your freedoms. You are free to put whatever you want in your body or not. Right. But if you're not going to get vaccinated, you're unfortunately going to have to still follow the rules. Right, you're gonna have to deal with the consequences of that if states or cities or whoever
0: are like, you can't come here, then you don't get to go there. Sorry about it. Yeah.
2: You know, that's just the way it is. And if a store wants you to wear a mask, just wear a fucking mask. And don't wear it so your nose is hanging out. Like that has been, it's been worse than the chin diaper for me lately. People just wearing the mask around their mouth I went to Starbucks today and um,
0: to pick up some coffee, obviously. I was going to say, what else were you doing yeah, at Starbucks? Yeah, exactly. What else would I be doing there? I don't know, but I went on a walk because I was like, I got to get out of this house. <laughs> and I walked to Starbucks and there was a guy sitting in Starbucks who had his mask hanging off of his ear.
2: And I was like, why, why do you even have it? Like, I don't I know. I know. Why? And- why? It makes things difficult, too, because like when people come into the store and they have it just around their mouth or something, I can't say you have to wear a mask because they are wearing a mask. Like and I don't know what to say to those people, because then I feel like I'm do I say wear your mask correctly? Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do in that situation when someone like does have a mask and is technically wearing it but not properly. Yeah. I mean, you wearing it like that isn't helping us. It's not doing (laughs) a goddamn thing.
0: I know. But I I don't know. I mean, I I really don't know what the solution is at this point. Like I'm hearing reports of other countries that are like, oh, this country has no cases of COVID. I know. And I'm like, that's amazing. I know. Because I don't think we're ever,
2: it's just going to be something we have to live with forever. Oh my God. Did you see Trump getting booed at a rally? Yes. Oh, mm, oh my gosh. Say he was like, I got vaccinated. I think you all should too. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And then everybody immediately like he gets quiet for a second. There's this boo. Yeah. Like, but you have your freedoms. You have your freedoms. And, that's, and I'm happy you have your freedoms. Like yeah. he backpedals so hard. But he's even Fox like, News right now has like a mandatory vaccination thing going uh-huh. on. And I'm like, Okay, so then does everybody on the right now see no. that this is just like f- bullshit they're feeding you, and that they they're all vaccinated
0: themselves? No, it uh, no, I don't, I don't know, man. It has become so deeply entrenched in our culture at this point, like because there were a lot of people who were like, "Well, I just think it was rushed and it's not safe and it's not FDA approved." And so well, then it's
2: FDA approved now, exactly. Bitches. <laughs> so
0: the Pfizer vaccine and the BioNTech vaccine vaccine, have both come out and said, um, you know, we're approved by the FDA now. And so Biden was like, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And all the anti-vaxxers were like, still no. Uh
2: (laughs) Still no. Oh, did we say we wanted the FDA to approve it? Oh, we actually wanted... Yeah, X, Y, Z. Yeah, I mean, that was just an excuse. They they are still not going to do it. So honestly, the thing that sucks, though, is that if they don't get vaccinated, more and more people who are not vaccinated are going to be more likely to die. Like, I feel like Trump realizes that, like, he's going to lose all of his supporters because none of them are getting vaccinated. They're all just going to die. I I really do think that that's
0: part of it. I really think that that's part of it is that they're realizing that it's their base who's being hit the hardest by this. Yeah, uh, because there was a turn in the tide like a month or so ago where Republican governors who had previously been like, yeah, your freedoms open everything back up. We're not going to do mask mandates. All that stuff did start releasing like ads on TV where they were like, get the vaccine. It's good. You know? And I'm like, I think that they're doing that because they realize that a lot of they're losing
2: their, their their fans. Yeah. (laughs) Like
0: the voting public who would be voting for you in the next election
2: is getting sick. It's totally too late though, because all of the damage has been done over the last like year and a half. These people have their heels dug so deep that they're like, no, I'm not getting the vaccine.
0: No, because again, yeah, it's not, it's nonsensical at this point. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, it's not about
2: one or two people from that side saying that it's okay. Like it's it is just part political. of like a belief
0: system now, you right? Know? Right. It's just political uh, at this point, And I really don't think that there is anything that we can do. No, we just that gotta wait for them
2: all to die.
0: I mean, uh, it, it,
2: it's just going to, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mean that callously. I, I meant to say it like somewhat funnily. I don't really want people to die. But honestly, at the rate we're going, that's the only way this is going to happen. It's like natural selection is just kind of like taking place right now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's
0: sad. And, you know, I have people very close to me in my family who are not vaccinated. I and know. It's, it's, it's upsetting, but you can't you can't hold somebody down and stick a needle in their arm and make them do it. Like, no. you
2: can't do it. For so exactly just, the the reason that we do have our freedoms. I just wish that more people
0: right. would care. It, it means, unfortunately, that there are going to be some really devastating outcomes. And it's scary for me, and it's scary, I think, for everybody. But um, them's the brakes, unfortunately. yeah, And it, it it really sucks because they are putting people who don't have the ability to get vaccinated, including right. children at greater risk. Yeah. So,
2: you know, definitely. Oh, I know. I feel like I've said this a million times, but if you're not vaccinated and you can please get vaccinated, I mean, and don't oh. stop. I, I,
0: I still try, you know, I do still try. I know that it's futile <laughs> for the most part, but yeah. like if you can do try and convince the people in your life who aren't vaccinated
2: that they should get vaccinated Do your best. I know that it's... I mean, at this point, what's the worst that can... I don't know. Like, I just don't understand the fear level of it. Personally, I'm just like, why? They're getting a lot of misinformation. I see it a
0: lot in comment sections on like TikTok. Yeah. um, On Instagram, on Facebook. They like to focus on like
2: the 1% of deaths that have occurred. Like I I had a customer who is vaccinated. She's got to be like in her 50s or something. And she said her two daughters don't want to get vaccinated because they don't want to die from it. And I was like, well, I'd rather not die from COVID. And the woman was like, me too. Your (laughs)
0: likelihood of dying from covid are so much higher yeah yes because the thing is any medication that you give you could give you know if you gave the entire population aspirin somebody would have a bad reaction to it like 100 percent, yeah it's not it's just there's so much misinformation out there i know and people truly believe this and it makes me sad because i know they really believe it it's not as though they're just making a point like, yes, it's political, but also they have real fears based in reality
2: or not. Totally based on true
0: information, or which not, makes it you know?
2: impossible for people like you and I to get through to them because that fear is so strong. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But uh, man. Well,
0: I mean, I know that our listeners are probably like, we get it. COVID sucks.
2: Stop talking about it. <laughs> we but need to talk about it. <laughs>
0: But yes, we're just processing, you know, processing our feelings. And we hope we're kind of helping you process your feelings, too, because this is something that just keeps rearing its ugly head and making it very difficult to, like, lead a normal life or move I on. I was going to or- say,
2: there's no way to live life normally right now. And I feel like especially because at least I felt like we were so close to living a much more normal life and now i'm going back to having a lot of the same fears and paranoias that i had before you know i feel a little better i'm vaccinated i know that you know i'm more likely to be safe but i feel like a lot of that fear has come back and that's what's so upsetting to me and why i keep talking about it because it's just not ending yeah yeah totally (sighs) all right well that's probably all that we have time for today correct
0: Correct. I was going to talk about the Nirvana baby, but we'll do that another time. Oh my God.
2: Can you believe that? Max and I were talking about it this morning. I mean, can we talk about it for like two seconds? Yeah, we can talk talk about about it it. for a couple seconds. This fucking guy has made his whole life about being the baby on the Nirvana cover. And now he has the fucking audacity to say it's child porn. Okay. Now, okay. For... If he had never celebrated it and been like embarrassed by it his whole life and didn't like make it his defining personality trait, I would believe him. I'd be all for it. I would say, yes, if you are not okay with it, I understand the child pornography stuff, Let's get mad, but this guy sucks. <laughs> well, I
0: don't know because he did say, but he did have an interview when he in like 2008, which would have put him—he's around my age—would have put him in high school, where he was like, "It's pretty cool." But then he had another interview in like 2016, where he said, "Like, actually, like, it's been really weird that this has been kind of like my defining thing." But he redid the photo as I, an adult. Well, I mean, I get it, I do, but I also. I also I get it from both sides because it can be something that like is your defining characteristic and that's kind of like a cool fun fact about yourself and also something that you lament being like the thing that is your your defining characteristic especially since it doesn't seem like he got compensated very well. for Right.
2: See, that's the thing that I I would understand. But at the same time, calling it child porn, I think is really pushing it. I think it's pushing it because also it was I mean, naked babies are everywhere. You know what I mean? I, I personally don't think that, you know, that wasn't a child in a compromising position or, you know, anything that I would deem as being inappropriate. It was just a baby in a swimming pool. For me, I guess just because of like the photos that I've seen and the way that he's kind of like built himself up to be this thing. And then like, I also heard that he invited, um, the band to come to some art opening and they didn't come. And then he was like going off on them about it. And like, well, like he's just been kind of shady. Yes. Is what I've heard. I
0: agree. But I think that maybe I take a little bit more of a nuanced stand on this for a couple of reasons. One is that he didn't get compensated the way that he should have. I, I, I feel, because I'm like, this is an iconic um, record. It's an iconic
2: album that's cover. Every every album cover, that's every book cover. Yeah, but not like every album cover get... had your dick out. And I understand he's no, a baby. but the thing is, is that you signed the paper to essentially be a featured extra. Well, his parents did. Well, his parents did, right. But I'm saying in, in general, when you are agreeing to be on you know the cover of an album or to be on the cover of a book or something like that like you're typically not paid that well like that's just kind of part of the gig which
0: I understand completely but I also feel like okay if he's asking you to give him money just give him money because like you've made to me why I'm like they've made so much money on that album so much money and the agreement was he's saying initially the agreement was that they were going to put a sticker over his penis and they didn't do it so I'm like so they went back on their initial agreement they made okay that's True, that's of fucked dollars up. on this album. If he's asking for some money,
2: I would just give it to him, to be honest. Give him some money, that's fine. But to me, and again, I could totally be needing to do more research on this. To me, it seems like oh, that's going be really mean for me to say, but like he's in a tough spot and wants some money. So he's using this as a way to create publicity for himself and get money. Sure. I mean, and that may be
0: the case, but also I think it presents a really interesting conversation around something that I think is going to be happening more and more. Right. Um, which is that with the, the, this is unique because it was pre-social media, but with yeah. the birth of social media and parents posting things of their children online, like I think a lot about, um, like YouTube family bloggers and yeah, things like, like you that. Can't, you like,
2: can't post videos but and they photos do, of stuff.
0: But they do all yeah. the time. And they, they talk about their kids' experiences. They talk about their kids' first period. They talk about like all of these things and show them on camera and show right. lots of like could be considered compromising videos and photos of them. I think we're going to see the birth of a lot more people grow up and say like – you shouldn't have put a picture of me naked in the bathtub on the internet. I also feel like
2: that's more this kid's parents' problem than it is Nirvana's problem. Sure, yeah, I mean, sure. I would agree with that as well. But, I mean,
0: I kind of... I do think that it's probably a money grab but I do think that there's a valid thing to be said about like if it was totally if there was a picture of me as a as a toddler like naked on an album cover that was was famous massively famous that
2: people had posters of. I was gonna say like probably some girl he's dated had the poster up in her room like it'd be so awkward but like it would be yeah, and that's the thing is I don't want to come off as being callous about that issue because I'm not. It's more so about this particular person. Sure. Because obviously I believe that child pornography is an issue. I do believe in protecting the child. I don't think that this was child like right. Pornography, though. Exactly. Yeah, so I agree. for me it's just more like come on dude. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I'm really glad. That I, once you mentioned that, I was like, no, I need to talk about this. Okay, good. <laughs> I,
0: I wanted to discuss it because I do think that it is more nuanced than a lot of people are giving it credit for. Because yeah. I do think people are automatically saying like, oh, this is such a, a, a money grab. And I do think it is, but I do think that there's a conversation to be had around the whole subject of right. it. Um, you know, and while we're at it, let's have a conversation about compensating uh, people appropriately to begin with. Like totally. Pe- yeah. People who you're using on the cover of your albums and, and stuff like that. All of those things, you should be compensating them better than you are. right?
2: Just because that's how it is. Doesn't mean that's how right. it, it always it should, should be. be. Yeah. 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 I yeah. agree. All right. Well, that is everything now finally that we have for you today. If there's anything that you would like us to discuss in the future, please email us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at angry neighborhood feminist. We have a Facebook business and group page. You can go ahead and rate and review us on the business page and chat with the fellow listeners on the group page. And last but certainly not least, we would so appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us so, so much and it makes our day all right that's all we have for you today with all that being said we encourage you to to rage on. on bye